Tired of being baffled by healthcare policy? McGuire Woods Consulting presents Complications, Health Policy Unraveled, your solution to the policy puzzle. With our host, Stephanie Kennan, discover the ins and outs of healthcare policy and gain insights crucial for providers and investors. Let's simplify the complex together. Hello, and Happy New Year. I'm Stephanie Kennan with McGuire Woods Consulting, and this is Complications Health Policy Unraveled. Today's podcast is a little longer than our usual format because it's focused on all the recent activity on artificial intelligence. We'll go over the president's executive order on AI issued in October and then discuss the first rule related to AI that HHS has released in December. And that rule is referred to as the HTI-1 final rule. First, the executive order. At the end of October, President Biden issued an executive order on the safe, secure, and trustworthy development and use of artificial intelligence. The executive order seeks to develop a coordinated federal government approach towards AI and outlines regulatory principles and priorities for federal agencies concerning their implementation of AI. The executive order also encourages private sector entities to prioritize safety When developing and using AI, it's important to note that the executive order itself does not create any new legal requirements for federal agencies. The executive order seeks to strengthen U.S. leadership on global AI policy and regulation. The European Union and the United Kingdom have already begun to draft their own frameworks. The executive order has eight key directives. First, it seeks to establish new standards for AI safety and security. AI developers and companies working on an AI foundation model that poses a serious risk to national security, national economic security, or national public health and safety will be required to notify the federal government when testing and training their model. Developers will also be required to share the results of their safety tests. The executive order directs NIST, the National Institute of Standards and Technology, to set rigorous standards for testing and to ensure the safety of AI foundation models before they are publicly released. These standards will also be applied to critical infrastructure sectors and cyberspace and in the development of chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear weapons. The executive order also directs federal agencies who fund life science projects to establish standards to protect against the use of AI technology to engineer dangerous biological materials and calls on the National Security Council and the White House Chief of Staff to develop a national security memorandum outlining further actions on AI and security for the military and intelligence community. The second directive relates to protecting Americans' privacy and personal data. This directive calls on Congress to pass data privacy legislation to protect individuals, particularly youth and children, from having their personal data and privacy violated by AI technologies. The executive order directs the National Science Foundation to strengthen privacy-preserving research and technologies and to develop tools to protect personal data. It also clarifies that the effectiveness of data collection and privacy-preserving techniques used by federal agencies will be evaluated. The third directive relates to the advancement of equity and civil rights. There's a growing concern that AI systems and algorithms express biases stemming from their programming and data sources. In fact, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services is already looking at Medicare Advantage's use of AI in relation to how pre-authorization of services is being used. 
The executive order directs the Department of Justice and federal civil rights offices to coordinate on best practices for investigating and prosecuting civil rights violations related to artificial intelligence. The fourth and fifth directives relate to consumer, patient, and worker protections. The executive order recommends that resources be created to support the deployment of artificial intelligence-enabled educational tools by educators, and that principles and best practices are developed to address job displacement, labor standards, workplace equity, health safety, and data collection. It calls on the Department of Labor to report on AI's potential impacts on the labor market and draft guidance addressing the use of AI to evaluate job applications. The sixth directive relates to the promotion of AI innovation and competition. To promote the U.S. leadership in artificial intelligence innovation, the federal government will grant small developers and entrepreneurs access to technical assistance and resources to help them commercialize AI breakthroughs. It also states that a national AI research resource tool will be established to help researchers and students access vital AI resources, data, and grants. The seventh directive relates to the U.S. leadership role in drafting global AI policy. The Departments of State and the Department of Commerce will jointly work to establish international frameworks for harnessing AI's benefits and mitigating its risks. The last directive calls for the responsible and effective use of AI by federal agencies. The executive order directs agencies to issue guidance regarding their use of AI and to develop standards to protect rights and safety improvement, improve AI procurement, and strengthen the deployment of AI systems. In addition, it calls on the Office of Personnel Management, the Digital Service Digital Corps, and Presidential Innovation Fellowships to lead a government-wide AI hiring initiative and directs agencies to provide AI training for all of their employees. The executive order directs the Department of Health and Human Services to carry out and complete various initiatives on a staggered timeline from 90 days of the executive order's release in October through the first year. Within 90 days of the executive order, HHS must appoint a chief AI officer who will be tasked with promoting AI innovation within the department and managing risks associated with AI. HHS must also establish an AI task force that will be responsible for overseeing the development of a strategic plan outlining responsible AI use in the health sector. The task force will be established by the Secretary of HHS along with the Secretaries of Defense and Veterans Affairs. Within one year, the task force must issue a strategic plan listing policies and frameworks on the deployment of AI and AI-enabled technologies in the health and human services sector. This includes guidance on AI research and discovery, drug and device safety, healthcare delivery and financing, and public health. The task force also will develop guidance and resources on predictive and generative AI-enabled technologies used in healthcare delivery and financing, and they must address the long-term safety and real-world performance monitoring of these technologies and their incorporation of health equity measures. Within six months of the executive order, HHS must develop an AI assurance policy to ensure the quality of AI-enabled technology in the health sector. The policy must identify infrastructure needs for enabling pre-market and post-market assessment oversight of AI-enabled healthcare technology, algorithmic system performance, compared to real-world data. Additionally, the policy must identify actions to promote compliance with federal non-discrimination laws by healthcare providers that receive federal financial assistance. 
Within a year, HHS must establish an AI safety program in consultation with voluntary federally listed patient safety organizations and the Secretaries of Defense and Veterans Affairs. The purpose of this program is to establish a common framework for identifying and gathering clinical errors resulting from AI technology used in healthcare settings. In addition, HHS must develop a strategy to regulate the use of AI and AI-enabled tools in the drug development process. The strategy must outline objectives, goals, and principles required for regulation throughout each drug development process. It must also highlight areas where future rulemaking authority may be necessary and the budget, personnel, and resources needed to form new public and private partnerships. In addition, HHS is to identify and prioritize grant-making and other awards as well as undertake related efforts to support responsible AI development and use. HHS will be required to collaborate with the private sector to support development of AI-enabled tools with the goal of developing personalized immune response profiles for patients. In addition, HHS must also prioritize the allocation of 2024 Leading Edge Acceleration Project Cooperative Agreement Awards, known as the LEAP Awards. These awards will be distributed to support AI tools intended to be used for clinical care, real-world evidence programs, population health, public health, and related research. Last, the department is to accelerate the distribution of grants provided by the National Institutes of Health, Artificial Intelligence, and Machine Learning Consortium to advance health equity and research diversity, the AIM-slash-AHEAD program. Now, what has HHS done so far? In part as response to the executive order and to implement some sections of the 21st Century Cures Act, the HHS Office of the National Coordinator released a rule in December known as the H2I-1 Final Rule, which will go into effect at the end of 2024. The rule requires new and updated standards, implementation specifications, and certification criteria for electronic health records, and health information technology modules that are certified through the ONC certification program. The rule is significant in that it establishes the first transparency requirements concerning the use of AI and predictive algorithms among the health IT sector. It also implements provisions of the 21st Century Cures Act concerning health IT certification and information blocking. There are four key provisions to the rule. The rule implements the Electronic Health Record Reporting Program, which was outlined and established through the 21st Century Cures Act. This program will be used by certified health IT developers and from entities that use certified health IT to report information about the use of certified health specifically as it relates to security, usability, interoperability, and conformance to certification testing. The rule also adopts the third version of the United States Core Data for Interoperability, which will become the baseline standards beginning on January 1st, 2026. In addition, the final rule revises certain information blocking definitions and exceptions and updates standards, criteria, and requirements for the ONC Health IT Certification Program, a voluntary certification program which seeks to assist health IT developers in ensuring that their health IT tools and software are in line with technological capability, functionality, and security requirements adopted by HHS. ONC specifically mentions making updates to criteria related to decision support, electronic case reporting, and standards-based application programming interfaces, also known as APIs. ONC finalized the adoption of the decision support intervention certification criterion, 
which will serve as an iterative update and replacement for the clinical decision support certification criterion that exists currently. According to ONC, the decision support interventions, DSIs, criterion will enable the transparent use of predictive models and algorithms to aid decision-making in healthcare. The ONC notes that its final rule also will improve federal agency coordination, particularly with the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. ONC states that this rule will align ONC and CMS certification compliance deadlines for CMS programs that reference ONC regulations, such as the Medicare Promoting Interoperability Program and the Promoting Interoperability Performance category of the Merit-Based Incentive Payment System, also known as MIPS. The ONC final rule is significant because it is the first time a final rule has been released addressing the use of artificial intelligence predictive algorithms in clinical settings. The rule is expected to have wide-reaching impact on the healthcare sector and health IT developers. ONC announced that the rule will likely cost developers upwards of $914 million. Some healthcare delivery organizations were concerned that the final rule would impact their ability to develop predictive DSI tools themselves, but the ONC states that the final rule focuses only on providing information for predictive DSIs supplied by health IT developers in their health IT modules, not predictive DSIs used to augment their health IT modules. The rule will go into effect 30 days after being published in the Federal Register. In the rule, ONC clearly wants transparency and market forces to incentivize good AI practices. ONC is also trying to leave healthcare decisions up to clinicians, recognizing that clinicians have a learning curve to evaluate whether algorithms are trustworthy, and the regulations are designed to allow leeway on how the information is presented to clinicians. AI tool developers will have to disclose information on how the software works and was developed. They must let customers know how representative the AI's training data is, and they will have to reveal how they monitor performance over time. These rules will not apply to AI tools that health systems have developed on their own for in-house use. In addition, the Agency for Healthcare Research and Quality released a set of principles to guide artificial intelligence developers and healthcare organizations for reducing racial and other biases by AI systems. ARC is the agency within HHS whose mission is to improve healthcare safety and quality, and the principles released December 15th aim to ensure that the outcomes of algorithms in healthcare do not disproportionately harm historically marginalized communities, which many stakeholders, including congressional leaders, are concerned about. Some of the ARC principles include centering equity by design, encouraging the formalization paths to make algorithms bias challenges transparent to users, and engaging patients and communities early in the development of algorithms to identify fairness and equity issues and to promote trust. The announcement of these principles occurred in tandem with the Office of the National Coordinator of Health Information Technology's annual three-part conversation with officials at the Food and Drug Administration and the Department's Office of Civil Rights on how to eliminate racial bias in AI systems. Regulators stressed that the federal government and private partners must work together to establish effective routes to oversee AI. The principles also follow closely the administration's announcement of an agreement by 28 healthcare companies to equitably deploy AI. Last, the National Institute of Standards and Technology, NIST, has issued a request for information on implementing aspects of President Biden's executive order on artificial intelligence, including responsibilities handed to NIST 
on generative AI risk management, AI evaluation, and red teaming. The RFI was published in the Federal Register on December 21st. HHS is one of the top agencies using AI in the government. They are fourth only to NASA, the Commerce Department, and the Energy Department. And that's according to a recent General Accountability Office report, which looked at implementation and planned uses of AIs by the government. Last, the administration is ahead of Congress. While the Senate has held roundtables to discuss AI and learn more about AI and, and some members are working on legislation, Congress is far from having a robust, comprehensive AI approach that both sides of the aisle will support. That divide was on display in late December when the House Energy and Commerce Committee held a hearing about AI and some raised concerns about government intervention, while others praised the Biden executive order and the need for a coordinated government approach. We'll be watching the AI developments closely, and we'll have another podcast soon focusing on Senator Cassidy's work and his white paper on AI. Thank you very much. That wraps up this episode of Complications, Health Policy Unraveled, presented by McGuire Woods Consulting. We hope you've gained valuable insights into the healthcare policy issues we discussed today. Follow us in your favorite podcast app and never miss a healthcare update by subscribing to host and J.D. Supra's number one healthcare author, Stephanie Kennan's Washington Healthcare Update at mwcllc.com. And if you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your colleagues and leave us a review. We always appreciate your feedback. To continue the conversation, send us an email at healthpolicy at mwcllc.com.